Yo, yo, to all of our newbie and faithful listeners out there, welcome to the program. Coffee Sometimes is a video and podcast from Valor Coffee founders Ethan Rivers, Riley Westbrook, and Ross Walters. That's me. Every week, we talk about coffee, starting and running a business, and some other stuff in hopes that some of it might be useful to you in your coffee journey. If you enjoy the show, the best way you can help us continue doing this is by subscribing and liking our content on YouTube and following and reviewing on your podcast app of choice. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at Coffee Sometimes Pod, where you can find some real hot short clips taken from the show. Lastly, if you find what you hear helpful, please share on your social media platforms and with your friends who might be interested in learning a thing or two about coffee and running a coffee business. All right. Thanks for listening. And here's the show. Well, guys, I'm going to be sounding a little bit extra sexy today because I'm a little under the weather. Is sickness sexy? It just makes my voice a little more sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read. You didn't read the latest Men's Vogue. Sick is sexy. Moog. Moog. <laughs> I di- I didn't catch that one. I didn't catch that one. But um, I'm so so glad to be recording radio with you guys today in a new environment. We are in a new environment. How about that? Uh, we did some some shuffling around of rooms around here at the Valor headquarters. Uh, we uh, basically commandeered our conference room with a podcast studio. Back in Jan. Back in January. Really? January. We started in January. Um, and Ross just got tired of the smell of Ethan, so he wanted to. He wanted to be solo. <laughs> He's got he's got a, a thing going on odor wise. Um, yeah, my my wife's been on me lately about putting on deodorant. No joke though. Sometimes <laughs> I sometimes I come home and Rachel, my wife, is like, "You smell like Ethan." Is that because we were like rolling around? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the thing. Is no, like I don't know. I don't. You must have a really really you know kind of. Is it infectious like, is smell? Kind of negative, like you. No, smell. I. I mean, let me. Can can we have a tell-all session here? I thought we were. Please, I mean, that's that's what the people. Ross came described for. your smell one time behind no. your back. Did oh, I? Yes. Man. And this was here a, it is. A past and I, self. I'll be honest. I do understand it. All right. Lay he it described me. it as the positive qualities of bo. That's just called musk. Yeah. Hey, I'll take Agreed. it. Agreed. Look, I'm. This is if we're already going tell all. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm a low, low effort guy when it comes low to hygiene, low hygiene, low like personal health. I just like get up, I put my pants on that I probably <laughs> wore yesterday, and I get going, you know. And now, now that I have a little guy, a little <laughs> little duder, that's just exacerbated. I'm like, I'm not even thinking about. You're trying to take care of him. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I think I've only had a problem with you and Bo like maybe once, and I definitely told you. Sure. Yeah. I I feel like I do a pretty good job of not. Yeah. 
you know, don't tell my, don't ask my wife. She thinks I smell bad. Hey, Meredith, uh, smash like and comment below uh, the last time Ethan smelled bad. <laughs> Guys, okay. Huh. I'm making a Chemex right now on air. This could be a fun sort of recurring thing we do. Uh, like we make the coffee we're going to drink for the rest of the pod? Yeah. Yeah, right. Maybe Riley. maybe we could ask our listeners. So Ross really wants to have recurring segments. Yeah, here. I do. And it's an interesting concept. What's a recurring segment you would like to see on the Coffee Sometimes podcast? What are some examples of segments that we could do? There's like coffee review segments. Yeah, it's just like a recurring bit that you come back to every time on the show. Yeah, no, I understand what a segment is. <laughs> we a, could have, a segment just, is a part of a whole. It, yeah, it's just like a piece. It's a segment. <laughs> and words are typically exchanged in a segment. No, I'm saying like, what are some segment ideas? I don't want the... Mike, do listeners send us a coffee and we give a no holds bar? Is that, what you, is that how you say that? No holds bar. No holds barred? Bart. <laughs> Bart? Bart, Bart? Bart not holding nothing back uh, on this one. Review on air of the coffee. That's cool, yeah. I'll do anything. That so if you want to send us coffee, hey, send us, us food, to we'll it. eat it live too. Yeah. <laughs> send yeah, us beer. Just send us we'll a bunch of stuff. Like sheet cake. <laughs> sheet cake. <laughs> like dude. big Texas sheet cake. Put Shred like a, a, a sheet cake in like a pelican case and just If someone send sends it. us a cake, <laughs> so I will, I'll throw my face in it for sure. Okay. You heard it here first, everybody. If you send a sheet cake to us, Ethan, we will we will put Ethan's face in the in the cake as if it was his wedding day. Yeah, <laughs> as if. So do I have to wear a suit? Yes, you would have to wear a suit in this <laughs> scenario. Yes, I honestly would wear a suit. It, I would let this be a thing for sure. Mm. Well, there it is. Uh, so back to our new stu- our new studio, Studio Studs with the dudes. Welcome to Studio. Uh, you know, it's a work in progress. I'll say that. Sorry about the white wall. We do have a white wall behind us. It's looking a little vanilla, a little plain. Yeah. And we might address that. Dude. Soon. Dude, one word. Mural. All right. Mural. <laughs> Mur- m- mural. I'm what's, what's with everybody liking murals these days? You know? I just feel like it's the, it's the go-to, like, ooh, let's do something different. Let's do a mural. It's such a catch-all phrase as well. What well, is it's probably a one off, you know, there's only I mean besides like the coke murals out there. Yeah. A mural is a very like uh personal touch to a space. Like let's get some artists together and they can do a mural. Right. I mean even the coke murals like they they pay for those. Yeah, our like si- coke does it. Yeah, our sign guy He's one of those guys. But they're so just intertwined with like mountain downtown culture, you know? Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be a mountain downtown culture without... A Coke mural. A Coke mural. Absolutely. Anyways, hey, back to segment ideas. Coffee review, sheet cake, face review. Like, how good did it feel? (laughs) Every week I wear a different suit. (laughs) And you throw my face in it. Um... I mean, we're going to have to start updating everybody about Dunwoody every week. Everyone could send us a meme, and we could do a meme review. Done. That's a stolen segment from someone else. But who? PewDiePie. Wow. I've heard of him. 
I feel like we're kind of like the PewDiePie of coffee, though. So that's true. That checks out for sure. How well, do you feel like your brew's going over there, man? Seems like it might you might be drawing down a little slow, huh? Yeah. Well, I I'm making a Chemex as I mentioned, and so I went for a bit of a coarser grind, right? And I'm afraid it's a little too fine. Mm. Should have gone a little bit coarser, but it's fine, dude. How do you feel about that stag kettle with like the slow pour feature? Does it give you enough water? Yeah, because if I want agitation, I can go vertical, baby. This pleases me. Why do you want agitation? I don't necessarily want agitation. I just know that. Why do you want agitation? Ethan cares about that, and that's that was Dude, the impetus behind that question. You're just really like, <laughs> you know? Do you want me to move back over there? What? No, I'm saying that's what agitation does. Oh, to the I thought you were saying that I was agitating you. No. I mean, I would accept that, too, because I love agitation. In all forms. In any form. Yeah, if someone just wants to come poke my arm. I take agitation in the form that Rosh just did as a more likely path to channeling. As a mockery of the pour-over system. Yeah. I get that. Did you get enough water? Uh, I did not get enough water. <laughs> so this is going to be a... How short are you? A 1 to 15 brew ratio. As opposed to a 1 to 16. Perfect for a Chemex. But I did a 60-gram brew. Wow. Yeah, this is looking pretty full. Wow. Uh, Wow. Wow. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I've got our uh, Papua New Guinea Guta. Guta. Uh, One of my favorite coffees we have right now. You always brew that one. Every single time. Well, I have my reasons because there's always leftover. Fun fact about the Valor owners, I feel like, for the most part, we all gravitate towards the light blue box of our offerings. Speak for yourself, man. Are you a green box? You you would think that from my, from my uh, past. From your vanilla uh, purist donut past? <sighs> These guys. What's your favorite box? It has been pink for a minute. Yeah. All right, the good Deb goatee is... Uh, it's showing up and showing out, man. It's slapping me around. Oh, yeah. Had it on the cupping table, getting lemongrass, sage, moi, moi, moi. Sage is a good descriptor for like a really punchy Ethiopian. Hey, we'll, we'll talk more about our favorite coffees a little later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, don't forget to laugh, boys. Remember? Remember hey, what we learned. Let's get into the meat, meat and potatoes. <laughs> See, that's a segment. Oh, yeah. It's All right. where we talk for over an hour. Wait, wait, wait. Are we going to talk about how we're up for a spreadgy? Yes. That's a part of the meat and potatoes, okay. buddy. Great, great. Buddy, buddy. So the Coffee Sometimes podcast was nominated as the best coffee podcast of 2022. We're up for a spreadgy. That's right. You could help us go down in history as the best coffee podcast of 2022. Riley, Riley, Riley. Yes, Ethan. What's a sprudgy? A sprudgy is an award given by, not not by sprudge, but by the public. By you. By public vote. Wow. Uh, sprudge is a coffee publication website. They've, they've got... Some some fantastic. They're they're kind of the hub for all coffee news, really. Yeah. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. HQ. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, someone 
maybe multiple people. How does one nominate? nominated us? I think you have to get enough nominations to be put into the like final. Did I ask people to nominate us? Yes, yes, I did. Name one person you asked. I asked Instagram. Oh, nice. Yeah, thanks Instagram. And you're gonna need to finish that first, buddy. I want I want the liquid you, blend. You want a blend of PNG and Geisha, the post brew blend. Uh. Where was I? Um, you asked Instagram to nominate us. Yeah, and, and they, they showed up and showed out. So just head on over to sprudge.com slash vote and give us a little vote and vote for the other categories while you're there. I know that there's some excellent uh, coffee companies up for awards such as Notable Roaster. Hey, and I'll say this. You can select other and write in on whatever you want to. So do you want Valor to be your notable roaster? Just Maybe. Speak, just speak your truth. Do you want Valor to have best packaging slash design, which is the truth? Let's just come That's out and say it. That's probably true. Uh, yes. So maybe do a little write-in here and there for Valor, but we would really appreciate that. It would really just help expose the program a little more uh, yeah, yeah. to the masses if we could take home that award and have a nice little backlink there on Sprudges. Y'all heard of website. SEO? Yeah. Yeah, ever heard of SEO? Yeah, then we could get sponsors. Yeah. Like um Ford. Ford. Chevy. Like uh NordVPN. Yeah. Like Squarespace. Yeah. Squ- Squarespace. <laughs> Squarespace. Squarespace is sponsoring everybody, man. That's right. Uh Amazon or Jeff's Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos's lifestyle brand that he does on the side. That Call. sounds like it's probably like tight tight shirts. Yeah, tight shirts. Dude, now we're never gonna get sponsored by Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. But anyways, we're in the meat and potatoes. Yes, we are. Uh, I just want to take a minute here and have a little review of what 2022 has brought us, both personally and professionally, businessly. Uh it's been a big year. Yes. Would you say that this has been our biggest year ever? Well, I in guess, any way. I guess in terms of valor growing in every way, yes. Like we have more employees than we ever have, right? Sure. I mean, probably. Maybe by like one or two. It's not like a big. Yeah. I. I I think we're employing more full-time people than ever. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the roastery has just been absolutely popping off. Popping off. And that's because of people like you, our listeners, ordering our coffee. And we're so grateful for that. Um, We really want that side of the business to continue growing um, because it has such a wide reach. And uh, like na- worldwide reach, really mm-hmm. global. Whereas if you open a cafe, it's just kind of like a cafe in that city. So um, that's been cool. We did. We started a podcast. Oh yes, we did the last year, right? In yeah, it was in January. So that's been cool. We've been doing it really, really consistently. Yeah, we have. I think, especially lately, more so than you know, there be times every now and then. Maybe like in the middle part of the year where we would miss a week here or there. 
But uh, I, I, this is what, episode 42, I think? And then we've also got the Culture Couch. That's right. Uh, so it's been, it's been so fun. How many Culture Couches have we had, do you know, off the top of your nog? Probably like 10, which reminds me, I still haven't posted this week's Poultry, poultry Couch. Poultry Couch. Poultry Couch. Culture Couch. Because I forgot my hard drive here. Ah. Sheesh. But. It's been there, bro. Hey, it'll get posted. Have you ever used a hard drive? No. For anything? What is a hard drive? Okay. It's external storage, right? Yeah. I know. Anyways. This uh, year, this year we've had some actionable steps towards promoting people within our company. Yeah. Yeah. Which has felt really good because we've talked about it on this program before of hiring very talented and uh, how would you say aspirational driven people Mm -hmm. that are in a very like transient transitional point of their career, you know, 20 somethings and, they're like, hey, you know, this is a fun job to work at, but like, if if I can't get a promotion or if I can't have upward mobility in the company, then I'm not going to be here for that long, even though it's cool and I love you guys and all that. So it's felt good to be like, okay, actually, we do have these positions at this wage opening ballpark at this time. That's that's been one of my, I think that's just been one of the biggest accomplishments. We haven't we haven't fully realized that yet. Like that will those positions the the ones I'm talking about are the leadership positions within our uh, cafe currently and then our future cafe in Dunwoody when that opens hopefully in March. And so the timing of all that is definitely depending on when Dunwoody opens, but it's uh we were talking the other day about uh, opening more valor valors we were talking specifically uh about opening more valors like far away from here how would we do that if it's like across the country how do you do that well and is that worth it and uh and this also speaks to the year in review stuff but our we haven't felt that our location in alpharetta was truly humming until this year right yeah, I received a text message from someone uh, the other day who is close enough for me to be really transparent about sales, and they were asking questions about sales, and I just like went and clicked like you know like year to date in Square, and I was like, wow, yeah, we never would have expected anything in the realm of where we are for that space. It's a tight space for sure, but hey. We can we can pump out some beans. Yeah, we always wanted to hit that perfect intersection between, you know, like we're trying to get the most we can out of this tiny space. Like mm-hmm. the main floor is like six hundred something square feet, um, and so there's a demand. There's a market demand there where we have a line a lot of the time, but we can't really move that line fast enough sometimes and the solution isn't adding more people behind the bar Mm -hmm. so we've done things uh just over this year really to make things easy make items on the menu easier to make and more and with that they're more consistent um and so we can move the line faster so 
that that's kind of what I'm saying is that it's it's going to become easier to scale this thing and open more locations because the operation itself is more worthy of replication. Mm-hmm. It's taken a while to get there because when we first started, it was we were just figuring it out, man. Like we just didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. So trying a bunch of stuff, stuff not working specifically with food. I know like food is is not something we make. Right. But and for it to be something we don't make, it has a big impact on totally. like the health of the cafe. Yeah, and it still represents the experience, you know. And it's the thing that we have the least control over. Yeah, we've probably gone through maybe like six different iterations mm-hmm. of food in terms of like who's providing it and how we're getting it. So six for over three years, not that bad. But I've also never opened another cafe before, so I don't know if that's bad or good. Yeah. And we did it all through COVID. That kind of marked some different things. Yeah. I don't want to go too deep into it, but there is just that talk of growth. And at the end of the day, we are just making coffee. You know, we've we've talked about that before. And be like, yeah, it's not the hardest thing to do to just buy equipment and then ask people to work it. But then... When you have a certain standard for excellence, it pretty easily becomes a really hard thing, you know. But this year has been really encouraging to see how we don't have to be so involved, uh, hands-on at the cafe, but it can still be, yeah, awesome. Yeah, and the the personnel piece is the is hopefully I think the last piece of the puzzle that we need to figure out before we really feel like we can replicate this thing. Um, and when I say that we don't really have as aspirations to like, some people are like, are you going to be the next Starbucks? Like you kind of franchise. Yeah. They kind of say that tongue in cheek. And I'm just like, no, like I have no, no desire to, about to have to hear people say that in the next few days at family gatherings. Oh yeah. Definitely family <laughs> gatherings kind of thing. But, uh, again, like we fine tune everything about the, the operation and we've got some history in problem solving in all these different areas of the cafe, except for leadership. Like we, we've still yet to, cause Ethan at the end of the day is like our, is the head coach of uh, our cafe. And so it'll be great to have people that aren't owners in those positions and just really tread those waters. Mm, totally. Yeah. So, uh, as, as we're just summarizing the year, I want to tell you guys what my yearly goals were for Valor. Did you write them down? I did. A year ago? Yeah. Uh, You're so organized, dude. Number one was open cafe number two, and we failed. Okay. Whoops. We failed. Can this be titled, We Failed? Yes. And it'll be me like, as the thumbnail. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm like... <laughs> that's that's life. Uh, but we got close. We did every actionable step possible we did to make we that could. happen. Uh, to Cab County, we're looking at you. Yeah. That's all I'm so saying. we'll we'll talk about that one a little bit more as we kind of go through month by month of the year. But uh, my next step, my next goal was ten thousand Instagram followers, and we brushed up right against it. But Where are we at now? Ninety-seven fifty. 
or something hey, like that. The I, year's not so over. I baby. can make 250 Instagram accounts pretty quick. <laughs> you could. So you could check me out. Uh, I, I could tell the guys I play frisbee with to hit us a follow. There you go. Yeah, I'll look at all of your realms of influence and just uh, tell yeah, them. Yeah, frisbee. Um, Frizz. The people, Mountain Park. Just walk around Mountain Park. The people at Chipotle just down the street. I'm yeah. getting pretty close with because I go there all the time. Yeah, it's like three people. Your there son. You I could make an Instagram for my son. Yeah. Go. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> you can make like a work account for Meredith. Anyways, uh, forty podcasts. Hey, we're not there yet. By the way, what? It's not the end of the year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And the you know college kids are coming back into town. We could be putting some really crazy content out there. We'll see what happens. That's true. That could be, let's just try to hit Let's make that a goal. plan. Let's make a plan to, to reach 10K by the end of the year. Great. Uh, 40 podcasts. We did that. Woohoo! I had 20 videos, which was, I think, more abstract than I thought it was going to be because we still hadn't gone super reels focused at that point. We definitely made 20 reels. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe I was talking about YouTube videos for mm-hmm. Valor. Uh, definitely did not do that. And then lastly was Sam takes over roasting and green buying completely. That happened. And that happened. Uh, so anyways, let's just start. Let's just punch down. Top of the year. Like we already said, we started this podcast. And uh, what, what were we thinking? What, what were we thinking when we did this? What were we thinking? Well, I mean, how much do we want to disclose about why we started this just everything i mean for for me like personally it was just being about about being in the studs with your dudes a big thing of it was just like having fun with you guys like a connecting point because mm-hmm. especially at the top of the year i was very involved at the cafe and so just having a certified weekly rhythm of cutting up with you guys and I think I always leaned on the more like fun aspect of it. Like, let's just talk about what we want, do what we want. If anybody listens, thank you. Great. Yeah. Like, welcome to the, hey, welcome to the conversation. Yeah. Mm. Um, Take a seat. Yeah. There you go. Um, Pull up a seat. And then I think what we realized that a market or a collective that we were tapping into collective. Yeah. were people start either starting a coffee company or running a coffee company without like a, um, without a community of that type of person. So I think we became that person's friend through podcast. Sort of a cohort. Yeah. Talking about the yep. struggles of starting a business, what it's yeah. like to start specifically a coffee business starting a coffee cart business and then people are like this is this is good like i because i think we all wish that we had that a little more and we did have that to a certain extent um kind of with cat and cloud and other people growing but i feel like we're able to kind of be that uh i guess that community origin spot for that um and then that's just led to more connections, more partnerships, and more fun. Yeah, it's a it's a really risky thing to start a business, man. Yeah, it's it's like uh, you'll probably fail. Statistically speaking, you're like it's probable that you'll fail, that then you'll succeed, and so you better have a a really concrete vision that you believe in and 
maybe have some people around you, a support system that will help you get there. So I think this, this has kind of been that for some people based on what people have told me. So now you've got a friend in the coffee business. Shane Co. Valor Co. Valor Co. Valor Co. Yeah. So, ditto. Uh, top of the year, we really wanted to start a new cafe. We wanted to get rolling on it, and we still hadn't landed on where that was going to be. Don't know oh, if yeah. you guys recall that, because we have, we have and have had mm. tentative plans for a cafe somewhere else in a very specific space. And I think originally we thought that would have panned out by now. Right. It had not at the top of the year. And talking with our contact there, it was like, this isn't going to happen anytime soon still. So we were like, we want to grow more now. So we kind of looked for other places out of that. Yeah. And so January and February were a lot of where is this place going to be? Mm-hmm. And we narrowed it down to two locations. One was Dunwoody Village, and the other was uh, Brookhaven, mm-hmm. like North Brookhaven. Which is just like the northernmost ITP area yeah. in the city of Atlanta. Yeah, it was this this little pizza joint that yeah. went out of business, and we... Just drove past it, right? We were just out driving. Yeah. Looking for places. <laughs> it works. Yeah. It does out work. Out driving. And which I, I, one of the reasons it works is you put yourself in the, the shoes or the car of your customer. Yeah. Like oh. visibility. Like you're seeing, yeah, like we noticed this place. It was like right on the corner. And you couldn't not look at it. They had a, when you, when you lease the space, you get a billboard mm-hmm. with three sides. Remember this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they took it down. Oh, what? they did. I passed it a couple of days ago. Uh, it looks good. What? It's like a bakery. Oh, yeah. But so that one, that one got away, and we we were really excited about it, but um, wasn't meant to be. That's okay. Right. Yeah. We we to be fair, we withdrew ourselves from the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. it was tough, and when you're talking lease negotiations with someone and it's already tough you're like where could this lead yeah yeah especially when you're going to be connected to this person for probably like 10 years and you're supposed to get a lot of money from this person to build the space so that you can give them a lot of money there just needs to be some trust yeah so yeah big lesson there and in contrast mm we were really wanted in Dunwoody. So uh, lo and behold, uh, by March, we had signed a lease. And it's looking like one year after the lease, it's going to take a, a full year Yep, to get this place open. At least six to seven months of that was all them, all the building doing their own construction. And we're probably going to be the other half of that. Yeah. So it kind of checks out. Yep, yep, yep. We, uh, we originally turned that space down. Yeah, I would say we just, we if, were like, if nothing else, kind of just like left them hanging a little bit. Well, yeah, they reached out to us, which was cool because mm-hmm. they liked our Alpharetta location. And we looked at the space and we were like, yeah, 
let's we can find something better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we didn't. And then we looked at it again and we're like, yes. Yeah, big thing was the and this is this is small, but the ceiling height. It was just kind of low, but it had a drop ceiling. But then you take out those tiles and you say, Oh, we got a few more feet here. Yeah. yeah. Really opens up the space and you're like, I can see this. I can dream this. Yep. And For if sure. you can see it, you can dream it. Wow. So, so you good. heard it. You heard it here. Uh, how about how slow the cafe was in January and February of this year? Oh, man. Dude, sniped me. That sucked. We were scared. I was scared. I don't remember this. It was yeah. when the restaurant next to us, no shade, uh, was under construction and they like just oh pfft, yeah walled off the our huge patio you you could barely walk to the cafe yeah there were construction trucks all in front of our space yeah that was bad, suck vibes bad weather and it was is bad it's like and i was like oh my gosh we're cuz i mean up until that point it was like two and a half years of just like like that. Every month. Every month was like, what do we do with all this money? With 2020, though, <laughs> it, there was like... A, there was one hiccup month, Ross. Yeah, it's it, which is amazing. Yeah. There's just one month where it was just one shelter hic- in place started. Yeah. The old SIP. Um, sip. Sip. Yeah, but it was, it was crazy, man. It was scary. But then they finished construction. Spring sprung. March March came, and with March, matcha madness. How about that? The goal, 1,000 matcha sold in a month. And it happened in like, just like 10 days. Yeah, 10 days. Something like that. That feels like it was yesterday. I know, I know. It was in March, dude. It wasn't yesterday. I know, but it feels like it was oh, yesterday. Okay. I would say the a little bit of the beauty of the cafe being slower is that we were able to justify some cafe upgrades. We got new patio furniture whenever we that came around. And we also tiled the the back wall. Did some tile backsplash ourselves. Yes. Got that, our hands dirty. That was a hell of a week, boys. That's unforgettable. We would we would work from like what? <laughs> was it we started at like the afternoon? I think we would all get our non negotiables done from like two to five. And then we would come in and we would probably work like five to two. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we got ramen like three times. <laughs> and we would eat it and be like, oh, oh. I'm tired. <laughs> like, we used to have like six hours of work ahead of us. Oh, um, man. Few, uh, I can't remember what we drank. <sighs> Some beer. I think I drank like the first couple nights and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I need to be like pounding water if I'm going to last this I would long. say... The hardest part wasn't the tile, but we had to put on drywall. We had to put on big sheets of drywall, yeah. and that was it was hard. We, and we had to level it because of the nature of how we were doing it. Yeah, that was that was rough. that's tough. That was tough, but we made it through, and we're better for it. That those are always the things where when you're in the middle of it, you're like, "This sucks," but like that's like one of my favorite memories of this year, yeah. and it's it's like. I know that sometimes hands-on work like that can be challenging to a work schedule. Would you call it cumbersome? Even cumbersome. Unwieldy? I, w- I would even go wheel- unwieldy w- with the adjective on this one. Wow. But Because uh, it's like, well, I'm, I'm so busy doing this hands-on work 
that doesn't really like yield me a lot in the moment. And so I'm missing out on other work, but so while that's tough, that it's, those really are like my favorite moments Hmm. in the company is when we get our hands dirty and it's midnight. Like, I don't want to do that every week, but Riley's on the, uh, on the counter with a broom doing, uh, what's the song? Immigrant song. Yeah. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. That's that's always the highlight of my year. Yeah. Delirious. Gotta gotta break that out once a year. <laughs> Just to keep us going. Yeah. Keep us in the right headspace. That's we right. Need it. That's right. You're, I'm sure we'll be right back in that here soon. You're our compass, man. We need uh, that. Dunwoody. Uh yeah, so that was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And then March came around and like we said, signed the lease at Dunwoody, and then we also released our rebrand. Oh, man. Our brand refresh. Yeah. And that was that was about a year in the making before that. We started that in March of 2021. So March is a big month for us, boys. Yeah, it Let's is. Let's keep it up. Let's try it to is. open Dunwoody in March. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a good month to open a coffee shop. Like spring, like right when sure. people are getting out. And they're they're ready to start walking around and buying stuff. Yeah, they haven't paid their taxes yet, so they still think they have money. Yeah. Perfect. Or they're about to get their tax return, so they're spending money already. Or yes. they're not even thinking about money because they just are so in love with our brand. Yeah. Yes. You know? And we're really cheap. Yeah. I mean, coffee's a, uh, it's not that expensive of a luxury. This right. whole year has basically just been about prepping for growth, like positioning. A lot of infrastructure. Yeah. And I feel like that was, was that like your word for the year or something? Infrastructure? It was, <laughs> I, I know that that wasn't your personal word for the year, but I remember at one point early on in the year, you were like, that's Valor's word for the year, infrastructure. I did say that a lot because the whole thing was like, we have this big roastery. We're trying to standardize the cafe experience in the cafe operation. So maybe from the outside this year might not have looked as huge, but we're like preparing for growth, you know? Yeah. In other words, like get everything how it needs to be because we're about to two exit. Right. And you don't want to two X something that is not thought through. Right. And not optimized. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that applies to the rebrand. Yeah. It's really everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think, we have accomplished that. We're in a much better position to scale. Obviously, there are still things that aren't very replicable, like how we've been having these huge days here, and Ethan has to come and help package at the end of a Monday. And but you know, yeah, that's that's how it's got to be sometimes. Gosh darn mm-hmm. it! Yeah, but even with that, like that's even a system in and of itself of like whenever you do have a crazy day having someone that is there's like a built-in relief person and that's that's kind of our plan going forward it's hard to to delineate between uh like we're 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 obviously so busy right now in part because of this time of year because we have so many more coffee shop wholesale partners than we did last Christmas season. And so they're all super busy. And so they're ordering a ton of coffee. Um, and then the web store sort of always pops off this time of year, especially. So 
I'm interested to see January, February rolls around, you know, like what does that volume look like? But I think we're, I'm really, I'm really proud of the place we're in, in terms of, uh, the roastery and, um, we've brought on some new faces in the roastery and that's been just really cool. Uh, it's been also really humbling too, because I don't really have a like set system for how to onboard people to that team. Like we've onboarded a ton of people to the cafe, but we've onboarded like a lot less people to the roasting team. So that it's kind of like what we talked, we've talked about before, like whenever you feel stress or panic at work, like don't let it overwhelm you and discourage you, but let it be a call sign to something you need to give attention to. So uh, I've noticed that like with the roasting team where like we have a big day and the people are the people executing it, executing that roast day are underprepared and not equipped in some sense to do that. And that's on me because I'm their boss. So it's up to my, it's up to me to let like put my team in the right position to succeed. And so that's caused stress and like not really panic, but adjacent to panic. Um, and so it's been great to look at myself and be like, in what ways do I need to step up? In what ways do I need to make systems that are replicable? Uh, so that's been like a really, I guess, revelatory shining a light on a part of the company that needs attention. Mm. And I'm really proud of the progress we've made in the last month during the busiest time of the year. About to say it's getting better every week, which is awesome. One thing I took away from packaging for a little bit, I never thought about this, but so many people were um, sending, they were just buying coffee and sending it to someone else for Mm. a gift. Yeah. What a good idea. Yeah. If I was you, I would do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was was that specifically yesterday more so than usual? Well, I'll say I did send a newsletter that said something along the lines of like last chance to mm, buy before Christmas. Well, today or yesterday was the only day I was like working on packing slips. So ah. I was really looking at it. And yeah. I was like, there's two names here. How's Why are there two names? <laughs> oh, like the billing address was one name and the shipping address was something completely yeah. different. You're like, I think this person's sending coffee to their mom. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, first off, what's a mom? What does it mean to ship something? What? Where am I?" Explain it to me, like I'm two. Yeah, what is coffee? Hey, do you guys want more coffee? Because I've got a little bit more. I'm all right. I take more Papua. Let's go. What do you guys think about the coffee? Coffee review. It tastes better than the brew looked like it was going to be. I'm always down to stretch a stretch a pour over. You know, I'm never time wise. Yeah, yeah. Why the heck not? It's good coffee. It's got a lot to give. Here, here's a good little commercial to put in here, if you will. Comment below with some issues you've had with brewing coffee at home. Maybe it tastes like X or Y, and you don't know why. Maybe it uh, your brews taking. You don't know why it tastes like X <laughs> or Y. You don't know why it tastes like Y either maybe your brews are going too long and they're they're clogging up or maybe they're too fast or you know like you whatever it is we can help you with that that could be a fun fun segment comes out green 
every time. Yeah, it's like it comes out purple. It's like, why is my coffee purple? Like, right. we know why. Yeah. We've been there. Call us. <laughs> Skipping forward a few months, we all had little, little ones. We did. Not little, little turkeys. Little turds. Turd, turkeys. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... All right, yeah. who has the best kid? I think you guys... How do we quantify that? Because that, that kind of matters. Right. Yeah. What's the, what are the metrics for success? Mine's the oldest. Well, that, yeah. Yours is the... And, and mine's the biggest. Swaggest. <clears throat> yeah, mine's the swaggest. Mine's the I don't mo- think yours is the, is the biggest anymore, man. Really? Did you not look at Phoebe and Jude laying next to each other last that night? That is true. That is true. I think they're probably pretty close. Which one's longer? They looked about deadlocked to me. Like in terms of height? In in every way. Wow. Well, I guess we'll have to settle this. Maybe they can... Yeah, are we going to bring them on the show or what? Rachel and Michaela, if you're listening, Rachel, you weigh Phoebe. Michaela, yeah. you weigh Jude. And we'll compare. Perfect. I don't know why Temple's out of the argument here. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> that was we we navigated some nuance with our leaves, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I remember a kind of scary moment uh in one of our owners meetings this year where all three of our wives were pregnant and we all sort of not sort of like we all pretty much knew when our paternity leaves would fall on the calendar. And we were looking forward to when Dunwoody might open. Uh, and my, because at that point, we thought we were going to open in December. Mm-hmm. And so your paternity leave fell in November land, right? November land. Kind of sure. the beginning or middle of November. And so that's I don't want to give those details away about my kid. Oh, sorry. I just did. Like my paternity leave. You can edit that, Riley. Um, but anyway, so we were like, okay, is Ethan about to be on paternity leave when we're in like the crunch zone for like, you know, we're in the (laughs) cafe real late and, uh, thankfully and, you know, unfortunately the cafe was pushed back by three months, dodged a different bullet and it may may be even longer. We don't know, but, oh, it'll be open any day now. Um, come on. We got the concrete cut. Pretty much done. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing that takes the longest in the concrete cut. But uh, you got you guys were gone at the same time for a little bit. I don't. There was some overlap, right? Uh, if yeah, probably if, a week. If there was, it was relatively minimal. But um, yeah. okay, you're acting like it's not a big deal that I was the sole owner for a little bit. Did you have to take on more responsibility in that time? Of course. Like what? Hank, check on the roastery crew. Check on the cafe. Make sure we had money in the bank account. I mean, we thought about letting you run the Instagram. Yeah, but that didn't pan out. Damn it. Yeah, because I couldn't stomach it. It was gonna get weird. <laughs> so I get it. Um, is there? So yeah. Well, just to put a bow on that, there was a big transition. Uh, how do you think that has affected Valor? Like I, I went from two to or one to two kids. And you guys went from zero to one. I mean, so far, I feel like it really hasn't affected Valor that much. In part because our, you know, we are just really committed to this. And also our wives are awesome. Yeah. I 
don't work as late anymore. <laughs> it's the only thing I feel like is different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to – it's only been a few weeks, but I'm really trying to keep a, a leash on my work activity. Uh, but it's really awesome to have business partners that are in the exact same position as me so that we all – I feel like we're a little closer. We all kind of understand each other's lives a little better. And then um, our just like our times together are sweeter because of it. Yeah. And then – a big thing for me personally was like I was off for two days and I was like sometimes I feel um, shame when I'm not working because I value it so much in my life. But now that I have a little guy, I'm like I'm doing the I'm, – I'm with my little guy doing yeah. the most important thing right now. So time off has been sweeter for sure. Really makes you look at the folks who have cafes and are – individual owners of the cafe that have kids, you're like, man, you got a lot going on. Yeah, hats off to you. Yeah, hats off to you. My hat is off. Moving on from there, we kind of already talked about how this is our busiest season uh, ever at the roastery and at the cafe and whatnot. Some big news is that we signed a lease extension in Alpharetta, so we're going to be there through 2029. (laughs) At least, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a little scary because Alfred is a pretty hot market. Our lease was coming to a close, and you never knew if there was just going to be like a big price hike to get us out of there because that's not uncommon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, the the good the good dudes that own the building like us and want to keep us around. We pay our rent on time, so... Uh, it works, man. So happy to happy to stay in the Alpharetta area longer. Oh, Contract yeah. extension. <laughs> Ross, you got a new hobby this year? What's your What's a new hobby you picked up? Uh, two two sort of come to mind. I got a lot more serious about guitar this year. Um, and part of that was uh, just like with the. The main gig that I'm on with the uh, party band, it just kind of like it requires a different tool. It requires you to be a a musical chameleon to where like you're playing you're playing so many different genres of music. And it's really, really fun for me to equally be as good at all of those genres doesn't mean I'm like amazing at all of them, but it does mean like I, I, I've, I spent time like dialing in sounds and different playing techniques for all of those different approaches to guitar. Um, and that was really fun for me. Like that was a hobby. Uh, even though it's, it's not like a super duper cool gig that's in hey, that you know like Ross. involves like fame it's just like you're you're the help at a wedding but Ross, like you said that every wedding there at least is one guy that comes up to you and talks about guitars am i wrong you've said this uh, yeah yeah but that <laughs> that's pretty cool it's uh i don't i don't i'm not trying to like put myself on a cool scale but um hey you're on my cool scale thanks man uh, you're not that that's, high on the cool scale, but you're on it. I'm at least registering, you're on, registering. The, on the meter. <laughs> that's been a cool hobby, uh, and I get to do it with some of my best friends. So that's fun, and it, it's also great money. 
So that's been cool. I also recently started going to the gym and Woo! Uh, starting- you look amazing. Take your shirt off, Ross. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> Come on. Just give us something. Uh, I could show you my wrist. Yes. I've been yes. doing a lot of wrist workouts for, for tamping <laughs> like wrist supersets getting ready for like, comp yeah um getting ready for comp that has been really enriching <laughs> enriching to my life oh uh i just go three times a week it's something that i've wanted to do for years and to be honest just never worked up the motivation to do it mm. um because my wife has always not always but like a a big thing for her has been working out at home and I just can't bring myself to like do a full workout at home. I get and, it. And so I just had the realization one day they're like, if I get a gym membership, I might be more motivated and I'm not, I, I really care about money. And so I would never like do the thing that of all evil dude. Yeah. Come on, man. I would never do the thing that, the, th- the thought that comes to mind when I think about gym memberships is like people getting a gym membership and them never going. And so I'm that like... That sick makes you sick to your stomach. <laughs> All you, guys, you suckers out there. You guys are trolling me so hard right now. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Because you're sitting over there alone. Yeah, dude. You're in the loser corner. I'm just hey, going to stop talking. Riley, look over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? <laughs> Ethan, this I know is, yours. This is Ross signing off for the last time. <laughs> uh, Ross, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. And you look amazing. I'm just trolling you because you didn't take your shirt off for us. That's all we wanted. That's inappropriate. No, it's not. You're on Valor's Instagram with your shirt off. That's Every true. Twice. Day. That's true. Twice. I have made some gains since then. <laughs> this bro put on like 15 pounds in two weeks. Not two weeks. Three days. Okay, three days. There it is. You said my new hobby? Yeah. Well, it's not going to be new to the listeners because... Uh, <laughs> right talk ar- about it weekly. Right around the time that we started is when I started my 2022 hobby. I'd say a 22 lifestyle. Yeah, uh, it's more of a mindset. <laughs> that is Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee. Ugh. Dude, I, I think I'm, I'm like... I'm tomorrow. glowing. I'm literally glowing just thinking about tomorrow morning. I get to go out in the freezing cold at 5 a.m. with my best friends. It's going to be cloudy and 36 degrees. Let's go! And I get to just run around on a field and throw the Frisbee. Dude, I think I'm going to come. It's so much fun. I kind of want to. It is so much fun. I played football growing up, and I just have that, you just need that competitive itch scratched. Okay. But I, you know, there's no, like, pickup football leagues around here unfortunately uh unfortunately and especially my little new hobbies it's for daddies it's early mornings for the kids wake up oh so i just go out there throw frisbee drive home drink a drink a protein smoothie i made for myself on the way home and then boom i'm i'm back some soy protein it's not soy it's pee oh it's pee well it's not urine it's pee p-e-a p-e-a protein yeah nice buddy um as far as other hobbies i do i do anything else guys being a dad is a hobby yep you stopped making kombucha yeah my pregnant wife did not like the smell of kombucha so sorry um sorry guys you don't get my kombucha anymore 
Um, yeah, I haven't been a whiz in the kitchen as much. I used to really get into fermenting. Um, so hopefully I can get back into that later. Yeah. I do still like making salsa. I make good salsa. I wouldn't say that's a that's a hobby. It's more like a mm, tool in the tool belt. <laughs> Something you flex <laughs> when, when it benefits you the most. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stop talking now because see why we started trolling you is you just kept talking about the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to spice it up. Yeah. So I'm just going to... I literally said like two things max about the gym. <laughs> Are you guys just jealous? Are you jealous? Dude, I got plenty games over here. I'll take you down right now. Let's let's Live wrestling. Let's go the, fisticuffs right now. I think you're finally... Fisticuffs. You probably might take me now that you're you're in shape. I always had the upper hand because I could just keep keep going. Yeah. But now... I think I'm done for. Mm. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, me and Ross have been throwing the football. And you, you've th- he's throwing the football with us, too. Ross has a really nice football. That's I a do. hobby. I do. So, all right. This, this is bad radio. I'm done. <laughs> Riley, what's your new hobby? Get me out of here. I'm pretty boring this year, honestly. Uh, I played a lot of video games. It's nothing new. Top three video games played this year. I went. I went pretty single player. This year, honestly, uh, my top three games would be number one, God of War. Gods of War. Number two, Ghost of Tsushima. Number three. I have nothing to say about that. Hades. Dude, those are all really like demonic names. Yeah, it's kind of scary. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, it's good content. God of War. <laughs> What was the second one Ghost called? Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima, yeah. Yeah, Tsushima. And then what was the third one? Hades. 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 <laughs> like, That's funny. Devil War. Uh, yeah. What was Hades? It's a game. It is an indie game. Uh, it's it's a roguelike. So every time you die, you start from the beginning. Jeez. And I play it on my Switch. Uh, yeah, it's good. Also got into bourbon a little more this year. Yeah, you did. Uh, nothing crazy. Just what's the best bourbon you had this year, boy? <sighs> it's mm. Mm. bullet. It's yeah, bullet. It's funny because Fireball. you know a lot of people are really into the whole allocated bourbon search, and that is cool. an allocated bourbon search. An allocated an bourbon is a bourbon that is limited <laughs> supply. So, <laughs> namely, a lot of stuff from Buffalo Trace is that. Oh, and Buffalo yeah. Trace has a ton, a big following. They make Buffalo Trace, Weller, Weller Eagle, Blanton, Rare. Eagle Rare, E.H. Taylor, so Dang. on and so forth. They run the gambit. Happy Van Winkle. Oh, my gosh. They... So... All that stuff is allocated. Plus, a lot of other brands have. Do they allocated all do that in the same as well. place? Uh, yes. Where is it? I say yes. It's in Kentucky. Kentucky. Le- in Lexington, I believe, close to Lexington. If I could live in any state, I would live in Kentucky. You're crazy. You can live in any state. No, I can't. I'm stuck here with you guys. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> But the best bourbon I had was one you can find on the shelf pretty easily. Knob Creek Single Barrel. It's great. 
Love it. What do you like about it? It is high proof while still being extremely drinkable. And it's just kind of kind of fruity. Um, is that the one that I had at your house when we hung out that one time without Ethan? I think Ethan was there, wasn't he? No. Oh, okay. I, yeah, it was. The first time you came to see the baby, I guess. Yeah, we just brought, we conjoined baby hangs one yeah. time before you had a baby. Can we move on? Can we stop talking about this time <laughs> I wasn't there? We hung out last night, too. Yeah, I heard. Okay. Yeah. I was doing other stuff, too. I was super busy. Like what? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Prove it. Joey brought me dinner for my for the meal train. Hmm. So it was awesome. Okay. Shout out, Joey. Ross. And Morgan. What's your favorite coffee you drank this year? Oh, gosh. Man. Take your time, man. I mean, we got hours. Okay, so I have a a, a dual answer. Boo. One is uh, is my personal favorite with my taste, and the second uh, is like my proudest moment of our coffee. So the first one is Ethiopia Gadeb Gotiti. Wow. Uh, and actually, both of my examples kind of come from the same place. I, I love coffee, and I think it's really cool. But I am ultimately really excited about making good products. And part of that is like... what? So one one transition we've made this year with our menu is something that is well documented on this program that we have year round flavors available more or less coffee is a hyper seasonal fruit the seed of a fruit and so we bring in coffees they, they come and they go it's not like we have the same coffee all year round but we at least want to have uh different flavor profiles available all year. So example is like fruity. We want to have a fruity coffee all year. And so uh, I feel like for a little bit, we kind of struggled to uh, really nail our pink box offering. Um, the pink box is like a, a floral, herbal, mm-hmm. bright kind of coffee, which always is a washed Ethiopian. And so I feel like for a while we weren't nailing that flavor profile but this coffee the ethiopia Gadeb kotiti is like textbook like what i want out of that so that was really cool so it, it has the added thing of like like it, it tastes great and i think that's really awesome for me i enjoyed uh but it also like is a, an accomplishment in our menu my second is there is a a cafe that opened locally here called tbb Hey. And they're um, they're kind of becoming one of our our biggest wholesale partners, which has been really great. And we had a really heavy hand in setting them up, setting their coffee program up. And this whole the whole time, uh, I was thinking that free throw would be a really great drip option for them. In part because they tasted it and thought agreed with that as well. And so uh, the whole time, like that was the plan. And then it came time to set them up and like brew their first batch of coffee like on their gear. Can you stop? <laughs> Dude. You're killing me. 
Oh, oh man. God. Anyways. Can so, you at least cut to me and post so people can see how cool I look? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, so it came time to brew their like, first batch of free throw. They, it's the first time brewing it on their grinders, on their equipment, in their restaurant. And I tasted it, and I was like, I think this tastes awesome, but I have a feeling that this is not the right fit for them. Uh, because they're they're a breakfast joint at the end of the day, like breakfast and brunch is their specialty. And the coffee, like they want to have a really great coffee program. And that's why we had such a heavy hand. And that's why they chose Valor. But uh, you don't necessarily want like a, a high per, a high perceived acidity coffee with your eggs, um, which I know we can all agree with that eggs, you know, are, uh, are a wonderful choice. But um, speak for yourself. So anyways, I was like, I feel like this needs to change to workers comp, like a darker coffee. And we brewed it. And sure enough, like a couple of the kitchen staff tasted it. Some some of the leaders tasted it. And they were like, this is too sour. And when I hear that, I'm like, you just want a dark roast. And that's cool. You're talk- They tasted free throw? They tasted and free throw. That? And they thought that. Okay. And I had that thought like before they said that. So that was just cool that like... I just really enjoy finding the right coffee for what people need. Um, and us having like a really, really great version of a dark roast, like our take on a dark roast um, was cool. And I think like one of my most impactful cups of coffee I drank this year was me going to their soft open and me tasting an espresso of workers comp and a drip of workers comp brewed by their staff um, and it being just so dialed and so consistent and like that coffee is so forgiving um and i just like that's probably my most like memorable coffee experience this whole year was like tasting our coffee at a wholesale partner and it being our most simple coffee that we have so that was that was really cool Mm. beautiful it's really a testament to like our to sam's roasting and like our green sourcing and just our ability to build that relationship with our wholesale partners and find the thing that's best for their operation with their unique needs. Mm. That, that gets me jacked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ethan. Felipe Trujillo, Colombia, orange washed coffee. That was a really cool coffee. It was in our black box. It was a, an absolute stunner. Went through it super fast. It was an experimental process with probably a pretty normal, like, Castillo lot. Um, But they basically fermented it in its own juice, like the Cascara. And uh, it showed up in a really crazy way. It was a really enjoyable coffee. For how, like, funky the processing was, it was still a super clean cup and unforgettable. I still think about it. And let's just say our customers haven't forgot about it either. They want more freaky stuff. And good thing we have more coming to them. Oh, yeah. I got to agree with you, bud. It was also my favorite coffee of the year. Felipe! I would say that and Tan Lines is way up there oh. as well. Dude, that's that's who, a great answer. Who would have thought lines. that two awesome coffees put together made also an awesome thing? Yep. Kenya Nairi Kenya Nairi Hill Estate, right? Yep, and, and then Workers Sakaro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, be a natural. Those are two dynamic anaerobic coffees. natural. Yeah, yeah. 
very distinct coffees that came together really well. Got me looking forward to summer. <laughs> I met you in the summer. Uh, all right. How about next year, guys? We'll wrap here. Uh, if this thing doesn't happen next year within Valor, you will be disappointed. Mm. What, what would that thing be for you, Ross? Well, we better open Dunwoody. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We better open it. And if we some, won't live to record this podcast in 2023, if we don't, I'll yeah, promise if you that. we don't open Dunwoody, I bet whatever. Anyways. So, uh, if we open it in March, I would hope by December of next year, that's, uh, what's 12 minus three, nine, oh. that's nine months of business, eight or nine months of business. I would hope that we are really making strides with that location. Yeah. And at least like sales wise, mm. um, I really, I really want to see like the intangibles of what makes 44 Milton great, like manifested in Dunwoody. And one thing too is I, this has been a, a big topic of conversation with us over the years is every location identical or is every location way different from each other? Mm-hmm. And what's the, what's the middle ground? What's the compromise of that? And so we're kind of saying like, yes to both. Like we want to use essentially the entire like operation, copy and paste to Dunwoody, but just in a bigger space with more seating. That's at least what we're starting with. Um, but I want to see Dunwoody come into its own thing. And I want to see Dunwoody, I don't want to just be like, oh, there's a Valor location in Dunwoody. I want like Dunwoody Valor to be like a part of that community, mm-hmm. like the coffee shop in Dunwoody, as opposed to just like, oh, there's Valor locations in it, in Metro Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think that's ultimately what makes a coffee shop really awesome is that it's like a staple. It's like the coffee shop. I want people to call it the coffee shop. Wow. I don't want them to call it Valor. Like they can, but like okay. when people start... When pe- when like a husband and wife are having a conversation at home and they're like, let's go get coffee. Like they know where they're going. It's to the, the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that like when people really start to just like make a coffee shop their third place, like their home, they don't even call it by its name. Like it's like, let's go to the shop. Mm. I want that for like oh, for people in, in Dunwoody. I have a pretty similar goal to you. Uh, a little Tell more, us. a little more fiscal, fiscally charged. oriented, Mon- monetarily charged, charged, o- oriented, and oriented. Uh, I was just gonna say, I hope that by December of 2023, Dunwoody is making 75 percent of what Alpharetta makes. Yeah, which I I think it has a higher ceiling for sure, but mm-hmm. you know. Like you said earlier, Ross, this huge revelation that opening a business is a risk. Wow. Like wow. you coined that and I'll I'll credit you with that. Yeah. Uh I think you know, you can do all the projections and planning, but you don't know what it's gonna be until it is going. Yeah. So we shall see. And I would hope by the end of the year, seventy five percent, and then I would say by like the end of twenty twenty four you know, 120% of yeah. Alpharetta or whatever. But that's me. How about you, bud? Um, I think by 2023, we're all talking about what we want from Dunwoody, 
right? Because it's our big project. For me, the the big win would be Ross and I being able to step away from both cafes and um, have employees taking our responsibilities and having a, a functional leadership structure outside of ourselves in both cafes. Yep. And we are, we're just supporting, um, kind of like that owner catch all like vibe. So that, and what's, (laughs) what's funny, (laughs) what's funny is all these, uh, concepts are kind of connected, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have a successful culture and like status in the community to have business that business is translated monetarily, and if we have enough money, we can pay people to be in charge. Sorry, I'm tearing up. Uh, in charge of the space. Yeah. So I think we all just want Dunwoody to be awesome, and that's important to align ourselves on because where our vision is, our heart is also. Wow. Wow. I'm that's... just gonna pause for a second. Back and I'm to back. Back to the. Uh... The question, like, if this didn't happen, you'd be disappointed. Like, I would be disappointed if we were in, like, heavily hands-on roles in both of those cafes. Not because, like, that's below me or beneath me or whatever. No, but there, it, there'll be seasons for that. It's just, we're, I think we're saying by the end of the year, right? Yeah, and hopefully before that. Like, like a couple weeks. Like, it's like, we're happy to do the grunt work. It's, that's not what we're saying. But just the, uh, it would be harmful to the company if we were still doing those things at that point. Yeah, and we would be restricting opportunity for growth for people on the team too. Yeah. Um, which is a biggie. But we have to make enough money to pay people. Yeah. Well, hey, it's going to be good to look back on this program a year from now, boys. We did it, guys. A we whole, we whole memorialized year. this moment in Valor history. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you guys have a word for 2023 yet? No. I don't, but I, I think I know like a general direction. It's going to be something... Like gains? Yeah. I, I think it's like almost prioritize and execute. Like figure out just like a reorientation of what do I... It, well, I've, I heard Mikey talk about her word for the year of focus, mm-hmm. and I just relate with that. of Like focused energy towards what I'm prioritizing for me and my family and in my business. Like, so I don't know the word for that, but I know that's the general like heart behind what I want this year. So TBD. Awesome. I think mine is going to be something similar, but I was thinking about the word responsibility, just as an owner, it's almost like that. It's kind of, it's kind of lame, but the whole Jocko willing extreme ownership thing, just, this thing is only going to go as far as we want to take it, you know? Yeah. And uh, if I don't take responsibility for my work and get organized and get structured and... Uh, be accountable. Be accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might just, be a good word for me, accountability. Yeah. I can be. We can be your accountability partners. Oh, well, that settles that. Okay. Great. Well, who's your accountability partner? We are Smash the- like <laughs> and comment below. We are the definition of each other's accountability partners. Yeah. Got to yeah. be accountable to someone. Did you guys get me a Christmas present? No. Yeah. Uh, it's right here. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, it's right here. Oh! oh! Uh, it wasn't below your waist, though. Oh! Hey, check this out, dude. Oh! What if you punch it in the face and then it cuts air? Oh! Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time. Hey, what are you guys most looking forward to about Christmas? Presents, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna get an Xbox. No way. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's our first Christmas with our little guys. That's right. That's right. What day of the week is Christmas on? Sun, Sunday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Right? Sunday. Yeah, you're right. Are we, are we roasting the next day? Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, unless you don't want to. I'm on bar, baby. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was excited for our friend David to come in town. Why didn't we have him on the podcast? Friend we of the have, program. Are, we think we'll have he him said back? he was dropping by. He might have during this and just didn't want to intrude. That, I heard some some clamoring out there at that, some point. That thoughtful guy. Come on in. Come on in, Dave. That was cool to have friends come in town. And uh, Man, it must have been awesome to hang out with your friends. It really was. Yeah. It was good. Um, I am So Giselle, my two-year-old, is going to be three on the, oh. tw- the 27th. so Aren't you having um, a New Year's Day party or something? Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to just watch her face, enjoy Christmas time. It's like my top three pleasurable emotions in my life is like watching my kids like anything. They just like something, and I'm just like... Dad's happy. I'm happy. <laughs> so she'll definitely like Christmas. So, you said that you would never go to Disney World. Care to comment? That is where I draw the line. <laughs> he said top three. So. Okay, okay. Well, I think it's time to wrap. We got to wrap this thing like a holiday present. Knows how I said holiday. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Let us know in the comments what you think we should do in the podcast room to uh, to spice it up even more. Yeah, what should we do with this wall? Yeah. What should the mural of us be? Like, what should we be doing? Yeah. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you.